Hi, Stacy. Hey, Tim. In Their Neighborhood is a show where we bring in people to elaborate on what exactly it is that they do in the community so that we can recruit more volunteers for them, educate about the nonprofits that we have, and really we want to connect volunteers with their volunteering vision. We have amazing, amazing organizations in Peoria that rock and make Peoria rock. That's right. Peoria is an awesome place, and if we just take the time to give back, then it's going to be that much better. Our goal is to help people that kind of want to volunteer, but maybe are a little afraid of volunteering, and give them the opportunity to volunteer in an easy way and get to know the organizations before they even get involved. Being a volunteer hero. There you go. We're looking for volunteer heroes. And that's what it's all about, being a volunteer superhero. That's right. Yeah, so that's our new intro. We did, we did a commercial kind of like <laughs> that before, but shortened it up and made it into an intro because it kind of tells what, what Peoria Life or in the neighborhood is all about. Very cool. So um, how's your week? It's, it's May. Can you believe that? I can't believe it's May. I can't. Uh, yeah, well, the weather, you never know what's going to happen here with the weather, but no, we've no had a couple of nice days, <laughs> mm -hmm. not in a row, of course, but we've had a couple of days. Uh, today we're talking with uh, Robert Montgomery of Friendship House. Welcome. Thank you. What is Friendship House? Well, it's a community organization. It's a co community center. We have a gym and we have classrooms and we run programs for the people in the community. Although we, a lot of our clients come from as far as Tazewell County. But our programs are geared towards helping people to live a better quality of life. Um, it's a Christian organization and we believe that our role as Christians is to serve the poor. And so most of the people that come to Friendship House are poor and they want to figure out their lives. So we work with them on an individual basis. And our motto is we try to give people a hand up rather than a handout. Mm -hmm. Even though we give handouts every day, mm -hmm. but our mission is to help people individually to navigate life so that they can live a better quality of life. Mm -hmm. Where are you located? Right on 800 Northeast Madison, right up the street. Okay. Not too on the other right? side of the yeah. expressway. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Very cool. So what are your, some of your favorite things about the Friendship House? That's a hard question because there's so <laughs> many things. Uh, one of my favorite things from day one is that the staff is really, really uh, close-knit and tight. We, do, we have fun events, uh, usually on a monthly basis. Sometimes we miss a month, but we get together as a family uh, because uh, we have a very stressful job. And we have a huge responsibility in that community. So our peace of mind is uh, very important. So we take very much uh, stock in the fact that we need to get together on a regular basis and re rejuvenate each other. Sure. How long has the Friendship House been around? Since 1951. Wow. It's been in that same community serving those people and our programs and services have become staples in the community to where generations of people have depended on Friendship House uh, for livelihood. Uh, particularly in our, our Hispanic outreach program, uh, we have a young lady named Kata. She's actually been there for 25 years wow. and she's been in that community for 47 years, I believe. And she's been serving the Hispanic community with, um, it could be as little as helping somebody with translation. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people go to the doctor and the doctor doesn't understand them and they don't understand the doctor. So they 
lean on Kata to help them at the doctors. Uh, some people are undocumented and they don't trust people with their information, mm-hmm. so they trust Kata. So Kata helps them with as little as helping them figure out their bills as to paying off like $50,000 worth of uh, health bills. Um, then we have the immigration project where the lawyers come in and help walk people through the immigration process. Last night we had a uh, citizenship class. I think there's about seven or eight people in that class right now. Mm-hmm. So hopefully in a short period of time, seven or eight people will, through Friendship House, will become citizens of the United States. Yeah, Very awesome. cool. What does that class consist of? Just curious. I've never sat in the class, uh, so I don't actually know what's okay. in a citizenship class. I'm, I'm assuming it's similar to what we t- what we we were taught in high school, the, sure. our civics class. Okay. So you learn a lot of history about the United States and a lot about our law, how our legal system works. And they take a test and they become citizens. So how long is that class for? That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ask tough questions. <laughs> I didn't mean to. What's your website so people can find out it's more? It's www.peoriafriendshiphouse.org. Or a shorter version is uh, www.friendship.house. Friendship.house. Mm-hmm. But you have all kinds of programs like you were sharing. Yes, so absolutely. What else do you have or if you have some stories that you want to share of the impact? I've got that you hours guys make? worth of stories <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> we don't have hours. We, but love we do love stories. Well one thing, uh, people in any community I've ever been in, uh, people love children. Mm-hmm. And we have an after school program that's geared towards grammar school age children, kindergarten through eighth grade. And if you know anything about our public school system is challenging throughout this country to educate large numbers of people. In fact, here at District 150, I believe the number is 21% of the kids in grammar school are performing at or above grade level in math. 91% of our kids are performing at or above grade level in math. So it's a phenomenal program. Every kid is involved in a science project and every kid has a tutoring uh, we usually get a lot of volunteers to help with the tutoring, but when we don't, they, they get tutored on a, a, pro, a computer program, mm. which tracks their progress. And that's how we're, we're able to stay on top of how far they are from where they should be on a daily basis. And oh, then we wow. get their grades, too, and uh, we have relationships with the schools as well. So you reach out to the schools Absolutely. and say, hey, Absolutely. what's going on here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and how can we help? Yes, that's what we're there for is to help. Because the school, the way our school system is set up, the school by itself cannot uh, educate every single child. Mm-hmm. There are some children that are exceptional and they're going to they're gonna succeed no matter where they go to school. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, most children need extra help, tutoring. Um, sometimes it can be as simple as lending in the air every day. Yeah. Uh, but children need individualized attention on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we help them with when they come to Friendship House. We pick them up from school, and then their parents have to pick them up from our education, our, our after-school program. Okay. That's their parental uh, involvement. And then some parents are required to volunteer as well. Oh, very nice. So then the parents probably come in and learn, too, about where the kids are at and maybe where they yeah, can Yeah, we have parent-teacher conferences just like they do at school to mm-hmm. keep them abreast of where their kids are. It's a very uh, well-sought-after program, and uh, the problem is we can only serve 40 kids at a time. Oh. Uh, so it, and it doesn't work on a large scale. If we, if we wanted to expand this, we would actually have to cre- recreate this in a different location Okay. because it just doesn't work in large numbers. Sure. 
So you have those kids specifically. Yes, and the older kids are involved in what we what's called the Lego League. Uh, they compete locally, and then if, they, if they're good enough, they get to go on to the regional competition. We haven't made it past local competition. It's at Bradley University every year. But three years in a row, we've received the Judge's Choice Award. So, Very cool. Yes. Something fun for the kiddos. Yes. Sounds like you could use more tutors. Absolutely. Every day, all day. They're there from 3.30 till 5 o'clock. Parents pick them up between 5 and 5.30. So um, what other kind of need, volunteer needs do you have? Uh, well, we've got a huge footprint, so we always need volunteers to come cut our grass. <laughs> I, I didn't expect cutting the grass to come as after that. <laughs> it can be a great ministry. Yes, we've got equipment, so they can use our equipment. We've got lawnmowers. We've got a riding lawnmower. We've got the edgers. So mm. right now we've got a guy out there cutting our grass today. Okay. While it's not raining, because right. I think it's supposed to rain this afternoon. Yeah. So the grass looks good, but we always need the grass cut throughout <laughs> the summer months every single week. You train some of the kids to do it. You know what? That's a really, I think that's, there's some child labor laws, though. That <laughs> 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 they all have to learn those skills. That's an important skill to have. One day you're in a house on your own, you need to learn how to mow the grass. Now, we do have a community garden in our, on our property. It's got 13 lots, and the children use, I think, about five of them. So we've got oh, eight wow. free lots that are just weeds right now. Mm. If anybody in the community wants to come and plant, Whatever they want to plant, they're free oh. to come and plant and uh, make our garden look better. That would be wonderful. Mm -hmm. So what other kind of volunteering opportunities do you have? I'm sure there's <laughs> tutoring and uh, something other than mowing grass, well, <laughs> although that would be fun. We're, we're in a huge need of translation. So oh. there's only uh, two people at Friendship House, well, three people right now. One is part-time, two are full-time that are able to translate. Uh, but there's a huge need for translation. So okay. if anybody has uh, those translation skills, they speak English and Spanish, mm -hmm. we could use translation. Um, I'm sure there's other translation needs. We just don't have them at Friendship House. But mm -hmm. if we had them, I'm sure the people would come because there's other than there's there's other languages in this community other than just English and Spanish. Yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, we've got this huge bus. Our regular bus is a small, the short bus, uh, and we drive that on a daily basis. But we've got the, the big school bus that we don't use because in order to drive it, we need somebody to have a CDL, and we don't have CDL staff. So somebody's out there, and they've got a CDL. Maybe they're retired, and they're just sitting around and thinking, man, I wish I can just drive a bus today. Yeah. We could use, uh, because our short bus goes out twice to pick up the kids. Okay. Because we can only fit a certain amount of, I think, 11 kids on the bus at a time. So you pick them up from the school? Yes, we do. Pick them up from the school and bring them to Friendship House in two different trips. And then um, the parents come and pick them up so we don't have to transport after that. So the volunteer can come between 3.30 and 4.30 and pick up the kids that would be awesome that's small commitment too yeah. you never know there could be some drivers out there that are done early and mm -hmm. have the time to come down and hang out with some kids for a minute yep very cool so what kind of fundraising events you guys got going on well you know the, uh... <laughs> the usual <laughs> you're going over the edge this year. <laughs> tell us about over the edge so over the edge is this is our third year doing it okay uh, the first two years we're at the chase building uh, right up the street uh, this year, we're doing it at the Peoria Marriott Pier Marquette. Okay. Uh, formerly known as the Pier Marquette. 
<laughs> and uh, it's about, I think it's 12 stories. <clears throat> we'll be starting off at the top of the building and we'll repel down the building. And uh, if you survive, and everybody does. <laughs> if you survive. That's not a good way to recruit <laughs> repelling people. If you <laughs> but the, the idea is for the repellers to raise a certain amount of money for Friendship House. And then we have corporate sponsors as well. Okay. Are you doing it? Yes, I have to. You have to? Yes, have you I done can... it every year? Well, I've only been here a year and a half. Okay. So I've done, I did it last year. Okay. And I'm going to do it this year. Okay. So that's were you fine. scared? It's, yes, it's the scariest thing. That I'm right there. That's me. So climbing over that edge uh, is extremely go. scary because there's nothing holding you but a rope. And the, when you're you not fr- helping. <laughs> and when you get up there, they help you up on the ledge, and then they let you go, and they say, "Lean back." And so leaning back means. If I didn't have this rope, I would be I would fall off of this. You building. have more than one rope, though, right? Well, the other rope is just there in case you fall. <laughs> <laughs> this is not helping. <laughs> so the one rope, just like a window washer, you've got your one rope that you that you're operating on, and you've got the apparatus that the rope goes through, and you get to to um, maneuver yourself with the lever. I thought the lever would allow you to either kind of ease down or go fast, but it's either on or off. Oh. So there's no easing down. It's all fast or, sl- or stop. So, and then you've got your, your hand where you, when you open it up, you can, you can gauge how, much, how fast you're going with your hand. But you're so, I'm, I was so scared of letting go of this lever yeah. that I had both hands on the lever. Oh, I didn't sure. even worry about the other. No, part, so. I mean, wouldn't you? I guess I'd probably be afraid of like rope burn on the other well, hand. Well, you've got gloves on. Okay, so. that still doesn't make me feel better. I, I, I can tell she's nervous. She just did this big <laughs> sigh when you're talking about going. But it's over fine. It's fine. It's really fine. And then you get cookies and stuff. When cookies. You get down. <laughs> <laughs> it's all worth the cookies. Last year, Chick-fil-A, uh, they served everybody meals um, before or after. They suggested you do it afterwards sure. because you don't, want, you don't want your meal to end up right. on people looking at you down below. <laughs> so is there like a trampoline at the bottom no, or a pool no, or something fun? No. Like, <laughs> Chuck was just leaving here. He said he would have done it if it was over water. Really? I said, we'll get you a baby pool. It'll be fine. <laughs> Well, you can't fall. It's impossible to fall. Uh, impossible. Well, That's maybe a not strong impossible, word. Impossible, <laughs> but remember earlier you were saying you gotta believe. <laughs> yes, I gotta believe. <laughs> I gotta believe. I gotta believe I can't fall. Right. <laughs> believe that God's gonna take. I'm it. out of town, so I can't. Yeah, oh, that's a that's oh, a good wow. cop out. So, yeah. Where do you think you're going? Uh, I'll be out of here. <laughs> East Peoria yeah, isn't considered out of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going farther than East Peoria. Yeah. So, oh, fun. so my well, what are you trying to accomplish with a fundraiser? Well, we're trying to raise money. So organizations like ours, uh, we rely on donations, mm-hmm. and one of the Easiest, well, I wouldn't say easiest, but the, the, the way to, to, gr- to get a lot of donations at one particular time is to have an event. Mm-hmm. So we've got two events every year. We've got the uh, Over the Edge, and then we've got the Maka Maka Race. Okay. Which okay. is done at Maui Gym. Yeah. They, they, they handle everything for us. They've been doing that, I think, 16 years. Wow. Yes. Very and cool. And it's a phenomenal race. Um, 
And it's fun. They've got a band that plays, and people stay out all night listening to the band. It's mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. It really fun. And then our, our other event isn't a fundraising event, but it's a um, it's the Stuff of Us where we oh sure we actually raise awareness for Friendship House, and at the same time we get food donated to to Friendship House. Last mm-hmm. year we got about eleven tons of food donated to oh, us. Oh my goodness! All at one time. So, so do you have a pantry service in? Yes, we okay. have a food pantry. Um, it's called Friday Night Takeout, but it's also called, during the week it's called, because Friday Night Takeout is kind of misleading because you can come to Friendship House any day to get food. Okay. So we call that Pack-A-Sack. During the week, if you come to Friendship House, you can get a grocery bag full of food that should last a family of four an entire week. Oh, wow. And, but it's all dry goods. Um, and we we stock our shelves. We have a storage area. And when our shelves get low, we pull from the storage area. And when we run out of certain things, we get it get food from the local food banks. Okay. So what are some needs that maybe you guys have right now? For food? Mm-hmm. Um, anything dry good. Anything okay. we can store on our shelves. Um, but when we have Friday night takeout, which is the the usually the last Friday of the month, which is where most of the people come and they get their grocery bag full of food. But we pre-stock those grocery bags but we usually have extra goodies on friday night takeout like meat and vegetables oh very nice because we got to get it in and get it out sure so um one of the things that that uh, we would love to do is replace the grocery store for the people in that community Mm. Uh, we could do it for dry goods and we do it for about 175 families every month wow but if we were able to give them fresh fruits, fruits and vegetables on a daily basis, eggs, milk, butter, the, the things you need on a regular basis, mm-hmm. then we could totally take that out of their budget. And everybody has to go to the grocery store. There's yeah. not a person on this planet that doesn't eat. That's true. So if you had more of a garden, a larger garden, you could well, do a little bit more. Not so much more. the garden because we already have a system that's extremely efficient that brings fresh fruits and vegetables to the community every single day. And it's called the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't want to reinvent the wheel. Mm. Uh, we just need to create a grocery store that, that maybe needs to be subsidized because those things that I just mentioned <clears throat> are pretty expensive. Like a bag of grapes is what, $3 a pound? I don't know. It's oh. expensive. <laughs> yeah. Grapes are. Yeah. So we're all about the difference makers. Um, what got you started and what's your story behind getting involved with Friendship House? What's well, a long story? If you you only got we only have two minutes left. Sum it up in two minutes. You can do it. I believe in you. My career, I was a I was a fundraiser. I started off with United Way in Chicago. Okay. I worked there twice. Uh, worked for Boys and Girls Club in the Chicagoland area, and then I worked for Boys and Girls Club in Madison, Wisconsin. And Friendship House found me in Madison. They brought me here. This is my first time running a nonprofit. Wow. I'm usually just on the fundraising side, okay. but never on the operation side. But now I'm actually running a, a, a million-dollar organization, so wow. it's exciting. Yeah. So where are you from then? I'm from Chicago. Okay. I was born and raised in Chicago, okay. went to University of Illinois in Champaign, and uh, went to U of I, UIC in, in um, Chicago for graduate school. And uh, I wanted to be a politician. My, my degrees are in urban planning. And I wanted to change the way uh, people looked at poor communities okay. because I thought that um, poor communities are overlooked in a lot of different ways because there's, no, there's really not a whole lot of money to be made except in certain industries. Mm-hmm. So insurance companies and banks usually don't, don't um, 
uh, target poor people because they can't make a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. But what if there was a way to, for people to make money by helping poor people? Mm -hmm. Haven't figured that out yet, but it's coming. So what do you think of Peoria? Peoria, I gotta say, it's, I gotta say great things about Peoria. I'm on your station. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is not from spot. here. Heck yeah, you did. <laughs> Well, I'm a big city guy. When I first moved here, I lived on a roof at Friendship House for two months. Okay. But then I got an apartment downtown. And I'm thinking downtown is Starbucks. There's a grocery store. There's uh. a Walgreens. No, I had to get in my car to go everywhere. And I, I really wanted to walk everywhere. So sure. I just recently bought a two flat in the city. And I uh, have renters. and Awesome. So I'm a homeowner now, and yeah. so obviously I, I like the city. Yeah, so now you're learning, and you're also seeing what, what else we can do to help Peoria out. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Well, I guess that wraps everything up here. Uh, Friendship House, uh, you're located where again? 800 Northeast Madison. And we're talking with Robert Montgomery. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. So we are on Facebook Live. Uh, that's where a good portion of our people watch. We're also on Peoria TV I, uh, on I3 Broadband Channel 17. Uh, and boy, we're WPO and we're widecasting. That's all I can say. <laughs> so we're all we're everywhere. Uh, if you would share and like the page, uh, we really appreciate that. That helps us uh, grow in what we do. Um, we'll be giving you more information coming up this year about some of the plans for In the Neighborhood as a non-for-profit. And uh, hopefully we can grow this beyond where it is today and have a lot of fun doing it. There you go. All right. See you, everybody. <laughs> PeoriaLife.com.